Hello and welcome to my ADHD moment live with Julie Posey. It's not scripted, it's ADHD. Each episode is about what can happen with a little dopamine deprivation, some intense stress, and general lack of focus that comes free inside with ADHD. Here's your host, Julie Posey. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for tuning in to my ADHD moment live. I'm Julie Posey and this is season two, episode one. Well, things are starting to improve a little bit with the COVID-19 lockdown situation. There's some businesses that are starting to open and almost all of them have restrictions. I'm having a little trouble adapting to the changes some of these businesses have made in order to keep us all safe. First off, I'm not a real big fan of the whole mask wearing thing. I have way more anxiety attacks and it really doesn't help with PTSD at all. I just wear it, can't wear it more than 10 minutes without totally freaking out, so I make my public appearances very quickly. It's much less of a problem than being fitted with a ventilator, I suppose. Then there's the pressure of being fashionable. Does my mask match my outfit? Does it go with my purse or my shoes? And most of all, does it make me look fat? I completely understand the reasoning behind the one-way aisles in the grocery stores, but I really have to change the way I shop and that's not easy for me to do. Even with a list, my shopping is all over the place. I'll be in one end of the store and the item I need will be sold out, so I have to rethink my whole meal plan. And then that causes me to zigzag all over the store. The one-way aisles are not real easy to navigate. For the disorganized shopper like me. I'm trying hard to learn that it's much smarter to go up and down each aisle if I must go to the store. The real solution for me is to order groceries and either pick them up or have them delivered. Life is easier for everyone if I'm not doing any shopping. Well, I dropped my phone and cracked the screen, so I had to take it to the electronics store for a repair. The store was only open by appointment, so I made an appointment, and when I arrived, an employee escorted me into the store and took me straight to the repair counter. I handed over my phone, and within minutes, the screen was repaired, and I was escorted out of the building. Now, some people may find this kind of shocking and offensive, but I felt a higher level of security. I didn't have to stress out about getting lost inside the store or not finding out where I was supposed to go. So in a crazy kind of way, I appreciated the one-on-one -on -one attention. And I'm having a real hard time lately with things that have become routine. I, I seem to always have that problem, but I seem to be able to handle the new things I do with ease, and then when they become routine, oh, uh, that's when everything goes wrong. I woke up the other day, and my iPhone only had 17% of the battery charge left. What in the world? It was on the charger all night. I then realized that my car charger was on the nightstand, with one end of the cord in my phone, and the other end just laying there. Apparently not all chargers are created equal. Then I was trying to cook one night and the pan wouldn't get hot. I thought there was something very wrong with the stove. Oh, there was. 
The burner under the pan was not on, but the oven was glowing bright. Another mystery solved. Something happens to my very short-term memory when I pass through a doorway. I go outside and I come back in and as soon as I close the door behind me, I can no longer remember if I took the dog out, if she went potty or not, and I never remember to give her a treat when she does go. I'm still not remembering the, to bring the drink that I just poured for my husband to him. More often than not, it just sits on the kitchen counter and remains there until he inquires about the status of his drink request. It's just a good thing he can remind me. If he were in a coma, he would dehydrate. Oh, maybe not. If he were in a coma, he probably shouldn't be having anything to drink. My husband has all of a sudden started abbreviating everything, and I'm supposed to read his mind. I can't even read my own mind. He'll ask me for water, so I put it in a glass over ice and I bring it to him. Nope, I was wrong. He wanted a bottle of water so he could take his pills. He asked me for a sandwich. I'm thinking of a nice chicken salad sandwich. Wrong again. He wanted an ice cream sandwich. How would I possibly know that? He said, charge, and I panic. I've been behaving. I haven't charged anything on my credit card in a really long time. I've paid every single bill on time and paid the credit cards off. Oh no, what could have possibly happened? Oh, stay calm, relax. He just needs to charge his iPad. No need to let my heart skip beats over that. Using one-word sentences is not my communication style. I really need complete sentences like I learned in third grade. It greatly increases, but does not guarantee, that I'll understand the first time, or for sure by the second time. I've been noticing how other countries outside the USA cope with or react to ADHD, and sometimes it's pretty interesting. In the UK, People aren't necessarily prohibited from driving if they've been diagnosed with ADHD, but they are required to disclose the diagnosis to the driver and vehicle licensing agency. I wonder if these people have, like, some big giant stamp or something on their license. I'm imagining the letters ADHD in bright red. It would be the very first thing a police officer would notice if they were stopped. I wonder how many licenses are revoked on the spot. So, you were looking at the squirrel crossing the road and had no idea that the car in front of you had stopped. That will be a $1,500 fine and you are done driving. Hand me your license and I'll call an Uber to take you home. Thank you for your patience and have a beautiful day. That's how I think it would be. And then there's this town in South Italy that opened up their beaches exclusively for people with autism or ADHD during the COVID-19 lockdown. Can you imagine what ADHD day at the beach would look like? I've been in a few beachy situations, so I know stuff. There would be cops with metal detectors searching the sand to find people's keys. There would be people spending hours looking for their cars because they can't remember to save their life where they parked or which car they brought. There would be people drowning because they forgot to put the plug in the bottom of the boat. 
people would have sunburn from waiting in line to use the restroom. With all the social distancing, people would be driving off and forgetting about their family or friends that they came with because they were sitting six feet away from them. It would surely be a day to remember. Okay, my time is up and I have to go. But thank you for listening and be sure to tune in again next week. You have been listening to My ADHD Moment live with your host, Julie Posey. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please remember to leave a rating or review wherever you get to listen to your podcasts. It really helps.